What's up, people? Another episode of Just for Sport. Jamoke Davis here with you on this Thursday. And it's a big Thursday night for me. We got Giants and the Washington football team. There's nothing like when, you know, a team that you root for is on national television. NFL Network, 8.20 p.m., Washington football team hosting the Giants, minus Saquon Barkley. It'll still be a good game. Uh, Washington doesn't have Fitzmagic anymore, so I guess we're going to see what Taylor Hinkie's going to do on that side of the ball as well. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We'll get to that. We'll also get to some Major League Baseball as... It is coming down to the wire. A little under, what, 20 games left? That's just where we're at, right? I guess I got that right. Shoot, I got to get my math down. Huh? Well, I mean, not every team has played the same amount of games, but, you know, we're close. We're close. A lot of jostling going on. We're going to have to see what happens between what? We got the Yankees, Toronto, and Boston Red Sox are all in the mix here. Oakland Athletics are three and a half games back. Seattle's four games back. So we'll talk a little bit about that in the AL, in the NL. Dodgers, Cardinals, Padres, Reds. Phillies. We'll get to that as well. And we'll look ahead to the weekend in the National Football League. Look at some lines. Give you my picks. Games I'm looking forward to watching. Man, I wish I was doing a little color cast for this Giants-Washington football team game. That would be fun. Of course it would. But first, I want to start with a cool story that was really random. But my brother texted me and my family. And he is standing with Naomi Osaka. I guess she somehow came to my brother's school. My brother's a teacher. Both of my brothers are teachers. My sister-in-law is a teacher. My mom was a teacher. And my brothers, we all love sports. They aren't into tennis like I am, but it's cool. And my brother, I'm sure, in some ways knows how into sports I am, especially tennis. So it was just neat to see it. These are the kind of things, as I was putting into context, what it meant to me that I was still in shock when I saw the picture, is that... It's little acts like this, personal acts, that can change your mind about an athlete, a person. I think about all the stories you hear from, you know, maybe it's a relative of yours on a talk show about, oh yeah, I don't like this player, or they used to be my team, and you know, oh, but the team isn't good or the player, you know, brushed me off, didn't sign my autograph. All of those things matter for better, for worse. They matter. 
And for all of the things that Naomi Osaka has been going through with her mental health and wanting to take a step away from the game, but needing media to kind of help promote her platforms, just seeing that picture just made me smile about Naomi. Not that I was against Naomi before, but I understood both sides. I understood the media side, and I felt like they were getting scrutinized a little too much, especially when you think about that reporter from the Cincinnati Inquirer who got blasted on social media. I didn't think he was being caustic or aggressive in his questions towards Naomi about what she's going to do, you know, at the U.S. Open with, you know, being in front of the media, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, you know, I understand Naomi's side. You know, I talked about after the U.S. Open how it was sad throughout the U.S. Open the number of players that talked about their mental health. Roy McIlroy even chimed in about mental health with Naomi Osaka. But multiple players talked about receiving death threats when either they lost or upset a player that people were excited about. And just that's just simply not cool. So that was just neat to see that picture. Shout out to Naomi. I know you made my brother's day. Um, and you, it's cool. It was really cool. What's also cool, if you really want to get into the weeds when you're thinking about making some picks or, you know, prop bets, lines on the game, go to PropsHQ.com. That's where you can learn, wager, and win. It's the best source for sports betting shows, news, insights, U.S. online sports book reviews, bonuses, and more. They got a lot. Unibet, Rivers Casino, FanDuel, BetMGM, DraftKings, PointsBet, and also the shows, the Tour Junkies, the Dink Pickle Pod. The Dink Pickle Pod, that's a new one we've got going. Cheap Shots, when the NBA season gets going, NBA Picks and Props, The Walk On, and Me Just for Sport. So a lot for you on Props HQ. A lot. All right. So we're going to start with a little bit of baseball. And my question to you is, if you are not in the running to make the playoffs, are you just as happy as if your team can be the team that keeps another team out of the playoffs? I think about the Pittsburgh Pirates playing the Cincinnati Reds right now. What that means for the Reds' chances if they lose. The Nationals are going to be playing the Reds soon. I'm talking about two teams in the Pirates and Nationals that have no chance of getting into the playoffs. But if it's a rivalry, I guess that's where it's like, yeah, I want to help them lose. Nationals play the Phillies. Yep, let's sweep them. Let's keep them out of playoffs. Same for the Mets. The divisions aren't 100% locked up. You've still got the Giants and Dodgers vying for the NL West. 
you got the Mets and the Phillies and the Braves in the NL East. Outside chance for Oakland and Seattle in the AL West. And I, my, in my mind, it's an outside chance for the Yankees in Toronto to catch Tampa Bay. They are both eight games behind the Rays. Oakland, Seattle are seven and seven and a half games behind Houston, respectively. Philly and the Mets are three and a half and five and a half games back of the Braves. And the Dodgers in San Francisco, a game and a half separates them. So I like when it comes down to the final games, as I'm sure you do, as teams have around 16 games left in the season. Looking at the wild card standings, Yankees, Toronto, Boston are all tied up for the top two spots. I did say Toronto was going to make the playoffs. I said they were a sleeper team. And once you get to the playoffs, you never know. They may have the best rotation and lineup in Major League Baseball. If you look at what they have in their pitching staff and heck, you can just say Vlad Guerrero. But look at it. Look at the team. You may surprise yourself at how good they are because they are good. Robbie Ray, Jose Barrios. Bullpen may be their one weak spot, but I mentioned Vlad Guerrero, Marcus Simeon, Bo Bichette, Lourdes Uriel Jr., George Springer, Teoscar Hernandez. That's a team you should be scared of in the playoffs. They're good. They are good. Oakland and Seattle. I mean, Oakland seems to get there almost every year. But Seattle's not far behind them. And I said that was another sleeper team to look out for this year. They're 10 games over 500. I feel like that's the cutoff. Indians done. Angels done. And even though they're still technically alive, they're done. They're done. In the National League, you expect the Dodgers and San Francisco to both be in the playoffs. One is a wild card. One is the... Division winner. I think I said conference winner earlier. San Diego, I want to see them make it. Over the Cardinals. Not because I have anything against the Cardinals, but I feel like San Diego, they went all in this season. And five games over 500 is probably not what they expect it to be. Probably not. That's my guess. But their lineup of their rotation of Hugh Darvish, Blake Snell, Joe Musgrove, Jake Arrieta. They've got a decent bullpen. Ross Detweiler, former Nat. Daniel Hudson, former Nat. Mark Melanson as the closer. Eric Hosmer, Jake Cronenworth, Adam Frazier. Jake Cronenworth's on my fantasy team. Manny Machado. Tommy Pham, he's also on my fantasy team too. Fernando Tatis Jr. It's a quality team too. That is a quality team too. So I kind of want to see them get in there. Pirates actually are playing the Reds right now. Reds can't afford to lose another game. Game and a half out. I shouldn't say they can't afford to lose another game, but 
you know, you, you got to be heading the right direction. Philly still have a shot. Mets still have a shot. I think the Rockies are done, who actually play the Nats right now. So the Nats, if they beat the Rockies, you know, the Rockies just move further and further back. But they've won three in a row. Cincinnati's moving in the wrong direction. They've lost four in a row. They've lost four in a row. There's still some good odds, too, for who will win the World Series. Dodgers at plus 295. Astros at plus 500. You got the league winners. At least on DraftKings right now, you only have American League, but you have Astros at plus 210. White Sox at plus 280. Blue Jays at plus 900. It's good to take a flyer on the team. I, you know, hey, if you've been what you've been listening to, just for sport and watching, you know I like taking a flyer on teams. And Toronto, as I mentioned, that's a good team to take a flyer on. A long shot? Could it be the Oakland Athletics? Possibly at nine thousand. And then, as I mentioned, you've got some. You know, you can go for the division winners. The likelihood of that happening for the Blue Jays to win a division is not likely, but it is a good long shot bet, but probably not likely, probably not likely. But I'm going to enjoy it as we come down the stretch, as we are getting closer and closer to October, the best month in sports. All right, let's talk some football. You ready for some football? I'm ready for some football. I will do Thursday night's game last. I will start with what's coming up on Sunday. There's some good games. By the way, anybody like Peyton Manning and Eli Manning? I still have a hard time with Eli Manning. I still, I didn't like what happened with uh when he was you know basically turned his nose up at San Diego I didn't think that was cool so I got a hard time with that I really do I got a it's hard for me to like it I just I just thought that was wrong but anyway I digress let me not go there is there if there are games that I really really want to watch on Sunday I like the division matchups um, and looking at what happened last week. If the uh, Patriots can get a win at the Jets, the Patriots go 0-2, then we're going to start talking about, uh uh-oh, what happened with Mac Jones? Should we have, should we, you know, I mean, I think realistically you got to give them some time, but the Patriots are favored at minus five and a half. Denver at Jacksonville. Denver, surprise team. Watch out for them to make some noise all the way through the playoffs. They're at minus six. Teddy Bridgewater fired up leading that team. They're a sleeper team in my book. Buffalo at Miami. Buffalo lost a heartbreaking home opener to the Steelers. Can they bounce back? That's a tall order in my mind. They are favored at minus five over the Dolphins who went up to Foxborough and beat New England. San Francisco at Philly. That's one of the big matchups I want to see. Now, you know they always say when you travel west to east coast, you don't play as good. 
But San Francisco looks good. They're not a sleeper. They're just a straight-up team that I expect to be in the playoffs and challenge for the Super Bowl. They're at minus three. I'll take the Niners. I'm taking New England, Denver, Buffalo, and Niners. Rams at Colts. Rams minus four. I'll take the Rams. Matt Stafford, MVP in my mind. Raiders at Steelers. I'm taking the Steelers there. The Raiders got lucky. You know, two unfortunate fumbles by Lamar Jackson. And look, man, when you're supposed to be the leader, quarterback of a team, you can't be having fumbles in the fourth quarter in overtime. I'm taking the Steelers to win that game. They're favored at minus five and a half. Bengals-Bears, eh, that game doesn't really excite me. But that's a tough one to pick. Oh, boy. Bears favored at minus two and a half. It's at Chicago. Big game for Justin Fields. But really, in many ways, Joe Burrow is like a rookie too. Mm. Because it's home, I kind of want to say the Bears. Boy, that's a tough one. I'll take the Bears. I'll take the Bears. Houston at Cleveland. What do you make of Houston with Tyrod Taylor? How well they played. Cleveland losing their first game, getting the play at home. Cleveland is favored, minus 12 and a half. I think that's too much. I'll take Houston. New Orleans at the Panthers. That game is closer to me than I think it should be. I feel like Houston-Cleveland is too far apart. In New Orleans, Carolina, I think that The Saints are favored at minus three and a half. I think it should be a little bigger than that. I think we're, I think the Saints went outright. I'll take the Saints at minus three and a half. I don't think that game's going to be close. Minnesota at Arizona. Cardinals are favored at minus three and a half. I'll take the Cardinals at home. They looked really good on the road. And I expect them to get a win at home. Tampa, Atlanta. Tampa's favorite at minus 12 and a half. I feel like sometimes you kind of don't know what you're going to get out of Atlanta. You really don't, but I like, I like, I like Tampa at minus 12 and a half. Tennessee, Seattle. I know that Tennessee fans were disappointed in the way that they played. At home, in their home opener, getting crushed by the Cardinals. Now they have to travel to Seattle. Seattle is favored at minus six. I'll take the Seahawks there. The Cowboys at the Chargers. Chargers are favored at minus three and a half. I am going with the Dallas Cowboys there. Nice game Monday night. On NBC, Chiefs at Ravens. This is a big game. Chiefs are favored at minus four. I'll take the Chiefs there to win that one. I think Baltimore, coming off of that tough loss at home. Yeah, 
I think they're going to be feeling it. I think they're going to be feeling it there. So I'm taking the Chiefs in that game. And lastly, Monday night, Detroit at Green Bay. Now I'm going to wait until Monday night to talk about that, Monday's pod to talk about that game in a little more detail. My thing is the Packers are favorite minus 11 and a half right now. And I know Detroit doesn't have much, but when you got a quarterback in Aaron Rodgers talking about he wasn't really feeling it week one, it's like, dude, uh, get up for the NFL. You should be fired up. I don't know. I mean, the Lions are the Lions, but minus 11 and a half, I might take a flyer on Detroit. I might. I might. Now, of course, the big game, as I mentioned tonight, it's the Giants at the Washington football team. The Washington football team is favored at minus three. I don't know what to make of this. Both teams are 0-1. At least Washington's got two games at home playing at FedEx Field. I expect Washington to win that game, but neither team is looking good. Neither defense has played well. The Giants and Washington are ranked 23 and 24th respectively. And offensively, they're 25th and 28th respectively. They are just not really good. They really aren't. Now, the Washington football team's defense has been not spectacular, but above, well above average. They've allowed 20 points or fewer in eight straight games, longest active streak in the NFL. But the Giants are 4-0 versus the Washington football team, 6-23 versus all other teams. But the Giants are 4-0 since 2019. I think it's going to come down to the defense. The defense of the Washington football team's ability to shut down not certainly not a high-powered offense in the Giants, especially if they don't have Saquon Barkley. But what can Daniel Jones do? I don't know. But when you look at Taylor Heineke, this is a big game for him. Because if he's going to really be able to show that, hey, I can lead this franchise, which I don't necessarily have confidence in, I don't have confidence in, but if he can lead this franchise to a winning season, making the playoffs, maybe winning a playoff game or two, it's a tall order to think he can go 11 and five or 12 and four, but I'm surprised that the Washington football team and coach Ron Rivera, they didn't go after Cam Newton. Like I thought they might. I thought that was going to be the storyline. I really did. And I'm really surprised that they decided to stand pat. I really am. But it'll be fun. I'm going to enjoy it tonight. Hope you will too. Football is back. And also, as I mentioned uh, or didn't mention, the Giants are 0-5 in primetime games with Daniel Jones as a starter. So maybe that'll play into it as well. They're not a very good offense, but neither is Washington. I want to see a close game, of course, is what I want to see. 
I'm taking Washington at minus three to win the game. And for all of you, lastly, that listen to me on ColorCast with my guy Dexter Henry at D Henry TV. We're coming back in week three. We're gonna take a break, week two. We'll be back week three with another Steelers game. So I got some time. Got some time. Do my homework on NFL and the Steelers. Get ready for week three. All right, that'll do it for Just for Sport. Enjoy your Thursday night and sports weekend. And we'll talk on Monday. Or more. I'm doing the talking. I know. Ciao for now.